Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Great to have you in. We were just talking about Jimmy Johnson, who had a prolific career But it was only five years in Dallas and four in Miami, so he made it work in very short time. He did not waste his his reps. Uh, uh, The Hall of Famer, Fox Sports analyst, two-time Super Bowl champ, national champ in college, Jimmy Johnson joining us. So I want you to go back to your career. Um, Sean Payton this year had one of those humiliating losses, and it really was a it really helped them galvanize it, start over, and just kind of throw some junk out. Uh, last night's Miami loss, and you know the Dolphins well, that's a disaster. Are there? Did you have a moment in your career where you took a terrible Sunday or Monday, and it actually, six weeks later, was a real moment of clarity? I, I, I think, I, I don't know that I can remember one particular game. Um, obviously, my first year in Dallas, we made lots of changes, and that's kind of what Sean did after the devastating loss uh, against the Dolphins. You know, he made uh, three or four personnel decisions uh, on defense. Yeah. Uh, they changed their style of defense. He knew that he was going to have to run the football to protect the defense and to protect Russell Wilson. And so they made some changes. And, you know, we were so bad in Dallas when I went there, we made changes <laughs> on a weekly basis <laughs> on both sides of the ball. You know, with Tua, there is something that's pretty clear. Um, when Tyreek Hill has over 100 yards, they're 8-0. No. When he doesn't, they're 1-4, 1-5. And I've said this, he's one of the harder guys for me to figure out what to do with financially. I like him. 
He, he reminds me a little bit of Drew Brees. I think he's a good kid. I think he's accurate, and he works in that system. What is the future here, though, Jimmy? What do you do? The concussion concerns, the lack of size. What do you do with Tua going forward? Well, you know, I, I think he's a franchise quarterback, and, and he's got a great touch on the ball. He's extremely accurate. Uh, you just got to make sure you've got the right players around him. Um, you've got to protect him, obviously, but he gets rid of the football, and, uh, you know, really with their coaching style, you know, they're not going to let him hold the ball very long. Right. But I, I think more than Tua, I, I think it tells you the importance of Tyreek Hill. With Tyreek Hill there, um, that defense, you know, they've got to back off of him. Uh, I don't know that you can cover him deep. I don't care how deep you get. He's going to get behind you. Yeah. Uh, and he makes explosive plays. So I, I think the importance of Tyreek Hill is uh, what your concern is, not Tua. Uh, interesting. So uh, Mike McCarthy took a little bit of a beating in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers, and uh, Aaron would, pro you know, Aaron can be—I I wouldn't say difficult to coach, but there's some challenges with Aaron. And now I've watched McCarthy. I got new information, Jimmy. I've watched him for a second time build a heck of an offense. I've never seen Dak play this well. Uh, the offensive lines really come together. How would you describe? Um, you know, situationally, you had a great reputation. How would you describe Mike McCarthy if I'd never seen him coach and he had to have a paragraph on what he does? Uh, yeah, Mike came down and spent some time with me on the boat uh, this offseason, and I was really impressed with him. I, I, the thing that he's got uh, Dak Prescott doing right now, he's got him throwing on the ball on rhythm. If you look at Prescott, the negative plays he's had over the years, it's whenever he's got – you know, out of sync, uh, off rhythm. You know, now sometimes he'll pick up a big first down running the football. Uh, but when he gets out of rhythm, that's where he's had his problems, his interceptions and his sacks. Uh, Mike's got him throwing on rhythm. I mean, you look at the big plays they've made, uh, that ball is out of there. Yep. And, and that's the thing that Mike's doing. Uh, I, I actually even talked to Jerry Jones uh, a little bit about Mike, you know, you know, Jerry asked me about Mike calling plays. I said, well, you know, that's a lot on his plate. And uh, he said, well, the thing about it, Schottenheimer is really helping Mike on some of those time management situations. Because if you're calling plays, you're thinking score, score, score. And sometimes you lose track of time management. Uh, so between Schottenheimer and McCarthy, uh, I think they're doing a good job. But the number one thing, he's got Dak Prescott throwing the ball on rhythm. That's why Dak's playing so well. You were known as somebody that was, um, you made your mark in personnel as a college recruiter and the biggest trade at the time in NFL history. So did the entire league miss on Brock Purdy, or is it just environment? What do you see? I think it's a combination of all, and maybe that's a cop-out as far as uh, an answer. <laughs> but you look at Brian Greasy recruited, or actually Brian Greasy was doing television, and the Iowa State coaches told Brian Greasy that, you know, Brock Purdy turned their program around. Uh, he's a great competitor, a winner, uh, had talent. And after the draft, after he was taken last in the draft, he went to a, a pitching coach, a quarterback coach, uh, 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 Winfield or whatever, I, I forget his name. But he in increased his uh, arm strength and his speed, his velocity of the ball five miles an hour. Uh, and so when you see him throwing the ball the way he does now, he is as accurate a passer as there is in the league. Yeah. So back to my cop-out, 
I think it's it's a combination of Purdy is a great you know competitor. He's got great accuracy. He's got velocity on the football, and he's surrounded by talent. And he's got a great offensive coach. You know, I asked you one time, Jimmy. I said, "What is um, what's the first most important thing in coaching?" And you said, "Colin, you got to have smart players. Otherwise, they won't take to yeah. coaching." And I, Katarius Tony's really talented, but he lines up offsides, and it wasn't the only time. But Kansas City, he is twitchy, he is dynamic, and frankly, Jimmy, they need him. They need him to make plays, I think. Would this drive you crazy? How would you handle it if you had a player that you kind of needed, but he could drive you nuts with drops, lining up offside? Where do you go with it? Well, I'll tell you what I used to tell the team. If you're a running back and you gain 10 yards, 10 yards, 10 yards, and you fumble, you're not going to play. I'm going to play the guy that gained, he gains four yards, four yards, four yards, and he protects the ball. Uh, if you continually make mistakes, you know, Colin, you know, I've said it a million times, and, and all my Fox cohorts, they laugh about it, but it's not who makes the most great plays to have success in the NFL. It's who makes the fewest bad plays. <laughs> and if you've got players on the field that, that are making losing plays, you're going to lose games. I'd much rather uh, have players that did not make mistakes, but yet they weren't as flashy and didn't make as many great plays. Uh, so mistakes is what kills you. And, hey, you know, I know Kansas City screaming and hollering about him being offside, but that is a rule. You're yeah. supposed to be onside. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge is he connecting to complimentary wi-fi oh my look at that he is and you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. 
Yeah. Would you, by the way, a further point on that, usually, uh, um, not that I have a problem with it, if you're in motion, I understand it, or a late hit, but this is sort of an instructive thing. Do you think officials should ever be instructive and just say, guys, get back, or is that just up to the coaches and players? A lot of times the official, you know, you'll see the receivers, they'll look over at the official and they'll point at him up or back. And so a lot of the times, you know, the officials will help them, you know, saying they back it up a little bit or, you know, you know so, you know, they can't tell them how to line up. Uh, but they will, you know, they will actually okay if he's asking the official. He's saying, am I okay here? Yeah. You know? And so the only thing is you just can't line up off sides. That's no different than defensive tackle lining up off sides. Yeah. Uh, and so, again, you can't you can't scream and holler about it. It's a mistake. You yeah. just don't do it. Uh, and you talk about the motion penalty. Hey, that's coaching, Colin. You know, that's coaching as far as lining up on sides on the practices. You know, if a guy's fudging a little bit and he's getting too close, hey, hey l- listen, you're pressing it. Get back. Yeah. You know, don't don't try to force the issue. So, December 30th, halftime, Cowboys-Lions, you're going to be inducted into the Cowboys Ring of Honor. So, Jerry Jones, and we've all known this for years, we're like, Jerry, <laughs> get Jimmy in there. <laughs> he understands your value. But you know what's interesting is I think you understand that Jerry Jones had some value. When you guys started out, people forget this. Uh, Jimmy was out there hustling <laughs> around town to pay bills. Go back to the first couple of years when the football team was bad and Jerry didn't have a lot of money because he, he spent it on the Cowboys. <laughs> Do you look back now and kind of laugh at some of that stuff and how wild and crazy it was? You know, you're exactly right. Jerry was spending his time trying to pay the bills. I mean, the Cowboys were losing millions of dollars and, and Jerry borrowed money to buy the Cowboys. And so, you know, he was spending his time doing that. And, of course, I was spending my time trying to get out of 1 in 15. <laughs> and and here's the thing that, uh, yeah, that that people don't understand. You know, Jerry and I talked every day, uh, the, especially the first two or three or four years until after we won the first Super Bowl. Uh, but when we stopped talking every day, uh, that's when we started having some problems. Yeah. But, you know, Jerry and I really never had any disagreements. Uh, you know, I'd go in and say, hey, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And he'd say, hey, yeah, that's great. I like it. You know, and so uh, we were on the same page for a long time in building those Super Bowl teams. Great seeing you. He changed his shirt for us. <laughs> See, he, he went out there. <laughs> well, hey, like I said before, I do, I've been doing supervising with the electricians, the plumbers, and the guy fixing the boat lift, so I had a work shirt on. All right. Well, you look great. As always, love having you on the show, Jimmy. I can't wait for Lions, Cowboys, and you get an inducted in. It's going to be a great moment for all of us uh, at Fox. Thank you. Thank you, Colin. All right. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it is. I think about this all the time. When, you know, you talk about coaching at practice. Whenever I see a receiver catch the ball with his body, it drives me crazy. It, that is the one thing. I'm like, you see it a lot in college. And I'm like, guys. If you're a receiver coach, and you'll see it hit the pads and bounce off, that that's when I see coaching, and I'm like, if I'm a receiver, I'm catch the ball with your hands. And maybe because my high school coach just every day, all day, catch with your hands. But you know, this uh, and Andy Reid's a good coach, but Tony's one of those players that I mean, the Giants just said we're done, and he he there's no question that dude's talented. 
But the drops and the offsides, a little much. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Well, this is funny. Um... Last week, of course, there was the report the Jets were going to trade Zach Wilson after the season. Not a huge shocker. Some people, some conspiracy theorists such as myself, thought they used that as a carrot to get Zach to play last week. Remember, Diana Rossini said he didn't want to play. Right. Well, Robert Sala was asked about it today. When asked about Wilson being in the team's 2024 plan, Sala said, anything can happen. Your thoughts, Mr. Cowherd? Uh, I think you, I think guys, I think you can trade Zach and get like a, a third or a fourth round pick. I do. I think he could be a high functioning. Remember, this is a defensive culture. I, I think you could send him somewhere and he could be a highly effective backup with an offensive culture. Let's be honest about the Jets. Defensive coach, defensive culture, battle line, one weapon. If you sent him to a place, I mean, look, look, look what the Cowboys did with Trey Lance. They're like, we don't expect you to play. But if we need you in a pinch, like Dak, you're athletic. You're a good guy. You're coachable. If you put him in an offense, let's just let's just name a place where offensively, I mean, like I'll, I'll throw one at you, Rams. Now I don't think they have the picks that they want to give up. I think they want to rebuild some stuff. Well, let's but let's be clear: nobody's giving up anything of value. But for I'm Zach saying, Wilson. if Trey Lance got a four, he's getting a three. No, that's not. Zach it. Wilson had a better game than Trey Lance has ever had. We've seen three years of Zach Wilson, mostly incompetence, in front of a terrible O line. Fair. We Trey Lance is still like a mystery. Like, what's in? That? We don't know what he is. He could be something. I mean. I, I would be stunned if Zach Look, look at what Zach Taylor has done to Jake Browning. I watched Jake Browning oh, 15 times. Are we times. giving Zach Taylor credit for that? Well, who, 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 all the offensive coaches, their backups are excellent. What do you mean, am I giving him credit? Of course I'm giving him I credit. Zach Taylor? Really? He's well, the one who, uh, Time out. You don't, you don't think Dayball gets credit for Tommy DeVito? Totally different. You don't like, think Steichen gets credit for Gardner Minshew? Why doesn't Zach Taylor get those credit? Those are proven stars. This guy, Zach Taylor got handed Joe Burrow, one of the most prolific college football quarterbacks we've ever seen. Have you watched Jake Browning? I saw two really impressive games. Okay, go watch what Tomlin's doing. Or Belichick's doing. Fair. Or Pete Carroll's doing with backups. Go watch all these defensive guys with backups. Jake Browning against the Jags was 32-37. He looked like a franchise guy. So third round pick for Zach Wilson. Well, I'm saying you're not getting a first. No. Justin Fields, to me, is a late first or a second. Zach's a third. Trey's a fourth. Young athletic guys that can move around. They're backups, but in a pinch, if they have to start two games, can they win one Here's the thing about the New York media. Now, Justin Fields will be a starter somewhere. Probably. The media is asking about Zach Wilson and trades for next year right now. After his greatest game ever. You think the Seattle media is like, hey, what's up with Geno Smith? Drew Locke looked competent. Geno's been here. They're not grilling him about that. They're not grilling Baker Mayfield in Tampa. This is a New York media creation. And I forget who articulated about why, like, nobody... There hasn't been a good quarterback with the Jets in forever, right? There just hasn't. The media has a lot to do with it. I forget whose take it was. Was it... It wasn't Tom Brady, was it? Someone was bagging on the New York media saying they're part of the reason these quarterbacks have failed. And it's kind of a... Why are you asking about? Why are you asking the coach about this? Are you trading Zach Wilson next year? Is he in the plans for next? Well, I what, there's, who cares? There's, there's season's no, not over. Yeah, I mean, there was no question when I lived in Connecticut for ten years that I did think sports talk radio and the media could influence weak front offices. Now, some front offices were strong, but there's a lot of right now. There's a lot of weak front offices around the NFL, and I think 
weaker front offices are influenced by noise. Yeah, nobody in Cleveland is saying, hey, Stefanski, Joe Flacco's looked better the last couple weeks than Deshaun uh, Watson way, did at any point this season. Nobody's way, asking that. A lot of those Cleveland fans have been banging on Stefanski for years. What he's doing with Flacco should get him an extension. Flacco is, biz- is shockingly good. Been good. He, I mean, I could not believe him against the Rams. He had one bad throw. He looked. Yeah. It was like he was on the couch a week earlier. Yeah. All right, now, second story here. This is interesting. This video emerged from the Saints game on Sunday, okay? Uh, at the start of the second half, Derek Carr took a sack on a three and out, and center Eric McCoy was yelling at his quarterback and needed to be held back by a teammate from going after Carr. Look at this. Yelling? How often do you see that? Your center yelling, going after your quarterback. Now, both downplayed the moment after the game, saying, hey, there's no issues with the team. If this happened in New York, this is everywhere, maybe for a block of the show. No question. New Orleans, nobody's talking about Derek Carr getting... Derek Carr's been so bad this year. Dennis Allen stinks, we agree. You were right. And now the center is yelling at, at, at the quarterback. Like, how is this not a bigger story? Well, no, I... I think it's fair to, and reasonable to There's say six that and seven in tight market first size matters. Yeah, this is not a story nationally, but it would be if it was in New York. No question. But I, but I also think when you're an owner and you hire coaches that you have to consider, are they strong enough to withstand this? I mean, Brian Dable is a butt kicker. So Brian Dable's a tough enough guy to handle New York. Brandon Staley out here is getting all, you know, pissy with like L.A. media. And L.A. media is like... It doesn't have nearly as sharp a fangs as New York, Philly, Boston media. So, Dable, I think, is Joe Torrey could handle tough media. Tom Coughlin could handle tough media. Brian Dable can handle tough. I'm not saying Sala can't. He's had a couple of missteps. But I do think you have to consider when you're hiring in Philadelphia, New York, Boston, Chicago's a, a noisy, big media city. You have to consider that. Yeah. Well, two of those guys, Torrey and um, who was the other guy you mentioned? They won, uh, Tom Coughlin, they won Super Bowl. So, they're kind I don't want to say bulletproof, but they don't, they're not backing down from any media member. What have you won? Yeah, I want to see yeah, the World Series. Had, Coughlin had a lot of bumps. Of course. I mean, he was, you know, turning plum purple on the sidelines, and people were like, you know, chill out. You're too hard on your players. Coughlin took a step back. Coughlin's history in New York is remarkable, but it was bumpy. Hey, listen, everybody has bumps. You don't get where you are without the bumps. Well, every, you know, yeah, you yeah, might, yeah. I, yeah. Other than LeBron, most everybody has. You know, there's a few. I mean, the 2000, whatever the year was against the Mavs, the final J.J. Yeah, Barea. bumpy. Like, yeah. it was bumpy. <laughs> <laughs> People was, are still bringing it up now. Like a, the, I am so excited for that in-season banner at Crypto.com yeah. Arena. Final story real quick. Uh, breaking news. <laughs> Duke quarterback Riley Leonard. He's an interesting player. The least uh, surprising transfer news. He is going to Notre Dame in three seasons at Duke. You know, 13 and 8, whatever. Yeah. Um, Big kid who can really move. He had some moments where he kind of looked like Vanilla Vic, a.k.a. Daniel Jones. Yeah. 61% completions, 24 touchdowns, 10 picks. Okay, I, I don't want to burn all the ammo that I have for tomorrow, but Notre Dame will have gone at quarterback now the last two years. Transfer portal, Sam Hartman. Transfer portal, Riley Leonard. What does that say to you? Any, anything? Nothing? Well, I think in the transfer portal NIL world, the first players to hit it have been quarterbacks, and that's appropriate. So I think an occasional edge rusher and a quarterback. I mean, what's happening in college is the quarterbacks getting paid, just like the NFL. And there's very few players. If I was if I was a college coach, I would pay for the quarterback and a great defensive lineman. 
when I talk to GMs, there are three concerns. Quarterback, edge rusher, left tackle. And after that, they want a weapon. But those are very available. There's a lot of great receivers everywhere. But I think what you're seeing in college football with the transfer portal is what you see in the NFL. Just how vital quarterback is. And what was your take? Is it something else? Is this some well, it's, it's probably a little too spicy for the third hour, for the power hour. All right. But well, we'll save it. Yeah. All right. You got to save some stuff for tomorrow. I, the chamber is rocking. It's ready. <laughs> All right. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Line News. Nick Wright and Jimmy Johnson. Always a good show when those two show up, especially on the same day. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Polly and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. Why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit Tacovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. J-Mac, it's time for a football forecast. Is it going to be stormy skies, partly cloudy, clear skies? And it's interesting now. Everybody's got like four games left. How's your health? What kind of quarterbacks do you face? 
How healthy is your quarterback? It's time for a football forecast. Let's go. Let's do it. What's the forecast for the Browns for the remainder of the season? You don't say this very often. Clear skies. <laughs> they can face Justin Fields, Davis Mills, Zach Wilson, and Jake Browning. They have the number one defense in the league. They have a great third down defense. Gave Trevor Lawrence fits this week. I think Cleveland's getting in. And I got to tell you, Kevin Stefanski gets knocked for being conservative. What he has done with Joe Flacco should get him an extension. Yeah, I don't disagree. What's the forecast for the Steelers for the remainder of the season? Stormy. First of all, three of four remaining opponents have a winning record. Three of the last four are on the road. And the other thing is, defensive coach, backup. All you have to do is open your eyes, seeing what's happened around the league. They're not. They're a non-creative staff, and you need creativity. You know, Matt Nagy got fired in Chicago. I'd say this again. He got Trubisky to the playoffs in a division that Aaron Rodgers was in his prime, Kirk Cousins in his prime, and Stafford close to it. He goes to Pittsburgh, and it looks like he's completely incapable of getting consistent first downs. Not great. Uh, What's the forecast for the Broncos? Very close. There's just a cloud out there that concerns me, and that cloud is in Detroit this weekend, but... They're just outside of it, and look what they get. Patriots can't score. Easton Stick and the Chargers and the Raiders. So I do, it's a little cloudy. I worry about the Lions. I do not think that is a great matchup. So the Lions just got smoked. They were humiliated. They come home, and they were non-functional on offense. So you figure they'll get there. They dropped a lot of passes. I don't think it's a great spot. So I think Denver's going to win their last three. They win this week. I feel they're a playoff Two team. gambling services released uh, the Detroit Lions, so that line's on the move. I, I think I saw five and a half. Yes, yes. So now it's interesting because was it four and a half at one I point? Think it was three and a half. I yeah. Down. I, I, don't, I, I think the Lions is ready. the play, and I'm bummed out. I'll pass on that one. Uh, what's the forecast for the Buffalo Bills for the remainder of the season? <sighs> Partly cloudy. Josh Allen gives you some sun, but they're outside of the wild card spot. He's, he's 78% of their offense. And that game at Miami, and that game with Dallas, those are tough games. Now, I I think, I'm with you, I think Buffalo is, the two bets of the weekend are Detroit and the Bills at home. And so, I think, if Buffalo can win this week, those, those clouds may dissipate. And it may just be sunny skies. They're a dangerous team in the postseason. It'd be nice if Josh Allen wasn't 78% of their offense. That's like a high school team. I mean, that's like in high school when you have a college player in your high school team and he's the entire offense. Like, come on. This is pro football. Totes. Uh, What's the forecast for the Packers for the remainder of the season? Clear skies. Perfect day to fly. Packer Airline. Look at those teams. Carolina. Listen, easiest remaining schedule. Here's some numbers on Jordan Love's last four games. Matt LaFleur deserves a lot of credit. Nine TDs, one pick, and a 106 passer rate. Oh, come on. Well, you don't think that Matt LaFleur deserves credit? How many passes did he miss last night against the Giants? I know you say easy schedule. They lost to the Giants in okay, time. Okay, that one in the corner, great pass. Guy couldn't get his foot down. The one in the end zone, the receiver again fumbled. I thought he made those. Those were great throws. The defense gave up 200 yards rushing. Well, you're blaming Jordan Love for that. That's not Jordan Love's Well, I'm saying the team. I thought Jordan Love played fine. He did his job. The defense in the second half for Green Bay spunk. Agreed. What's the forecast for the L.A. Rams remainder of the season? Well, I see mostly sun, so I'm going to say partly cloudy. See that last week, week 18 at the Niners? 
I think Shanahan's going to rest starters for his buddy McVay to get him in the playoffs because they're friends. Oh, that's a take. So he's going to he's going to let Debo sit. He may play Sam Darnold in Week 18 because I think Shanahan knows if I'm healthy, I'm winning a Super Bowl. Well, wait, what if the number one seed's at stake? I I don't think it will be. I think they're going to. Who's think... going to get it? Eagles, Cowboys, or Niners? That's the that's Niners. the problem. Dallas is losing this weekend. San Francisco's winning out. So you, you definitely want that bye in, in round one. Yeah, right? yeah. But this team is 17-0 when Debo, McCaffrey, Trent, and Purdy play. Woo. And so last week, he rests Debo and maybe McCaffrey, plays Sam Darnold, and his buddy Sean McVay gets in. That's, that's a spicy. I like take. that take. That's that's solid. That is that is honestly hot sauce city, baby. What's and that's, and I hand the show to you tomorrow after that hot take. What's a forecast for the Seahawks for the remainder of the season? Stormy. Their defense is. T- what happened to Seattle's defense? Now the good news is, you know they get the Pittsburgh and Tennessee offense, but in Monday Night Football, Philadelphia comes off back to back drubbings. So you know Philadelphia is coming to redeem themselves, and then at the end of the year. Tyler Murray's a handful. I, I'm glad that uh, some reasonable, right-thinking Americans are embracing my Kyler Murray take on the interweb. Kyler Murray is a handful, dude. He is a baller. Kyler Murray, baller, Brock Purdy, system quarterback. I'm like, did I get that right? No, I never <laughs> said that. Everybody's a little bit. Except Josh Allen, everybody's a system quarterback. Josh Allen is the system. Like LeBron. LeBron is the system. Anywhere he goes. I wonder if there's ever been a quarterback in league. Seriously. League history. If a quarterback has ever been 78% of a team's offense. Well, Lamar Jackson during his MVP year. Remember he was rushed They were running the football. Mark Andrews was viable. I don't think he was 78%. Mm, That's that's like Y.A. Tittle or something. (laughs) One of those guys that played without helmets. I mean, it's insane. 78% of an offense in the NFL. That's bad. That's you. You can't win a Super Bowl like that, right? I, they're going to be live in the AFC if they win this weekend against Dallas, and we think they will. Nobody's going to want to see that. If you team if playoffs. you rated teams based on like like uh, viability of quality of television product, so the Niners are a great TV product. They have playmakers everywhere. Dallas is a great TV product. Buffalo is a great because of Josh Allen. Buffalo, well, Baltimore, they're Buffalo. Yeah, Baltimore. You know the other one underrated. I, maybe I'm wrong on this. I huh. I like watching all these young receivers. Well, what's wrong with that? Are they? They're fun. I think they're twitchy and fast. Here's the other thing. Even though they won a bunch of games, I always had questions about Matt Lafleur. Not that I was a cynic, but I was always like, I think he's a good coach. But now that Aaron's left and it's his offense, I think he's a great coach. Like, when I watch Green Bay play, I think that is a clever, well-coached team. they just got a bunch of 23-year-old players. But it's weird. Like, I, I always looked at Lafleur and I was like, you know, I like him. But, I, you know, I watch him in the playoffs and they lose to Garoppolo at home. And I'm not sure. This year, I think they look, it looks like the offense he wants to run. And Aaron Jones is never healthy. I know. And their tight ends are rookies. And their receivers, Christian Watson, is never seemingly healthy. I, I thought last night that was, that's, that was about as good a loss as you can have. Like, that was not on Jordan Love. They just, their defense in the second half got devetoed. I mean, I thought the Rams was a good loss Sunday, right? They show well. 
31 points in a rainstorm in Baltimore against an elite team. This loss last night to the Giants, how is that possibly good? They're going to get annihilated in the playoffs if they can't stop the run and their quarterbacks, eh. All right, well, good luck tomorrow. I'm handing you some hot takes. Won't need it. Uh, did you know Discover wants everybody to feel special? No unauthorized purchases will ever be charged to you. That's pretty cool. Discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. I'm off tomorrow. Back Thursday, Friday. J-Max in for me tomorrow. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, Nick Wright, thank you so much. Be safe. We'll see you on Thursday. J-Max sees you tomorrow. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.